Welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. Today with me, I have Noah Geisel, and we are talking about Journey to the Summit. What summit we're talking about? We're talking about the Badge Summit, and both of us sort of met there. We're going to talk a little bit about that and where it's sort of taken us in this conversation. We really want to just invite you. Uh, I am super excited to have Noah with us. Uh, we've been trying to put this together actually somewhat since we met at Badge Summit. So, uh, But before we get way down the rabbit hole of all that, can you please introduce yourself? Sure thing. At Miss Matera, so awesome to be with you. Huge honor to be on the Well Played Podcast with you and your listeners. Uh, my name is Noah Geisel. Like you said, my background's as a language teacher. In 2013, I had the honor of representing my colleagues in the world languages uh, profession as the National Language Teacher of the Year. And I'm currently teaching at University of Colorado, Denver. I have an awesome class called Digital Media and Learning. Um, nice. And it's written by somebody who's probably a good friend of, of y'all, and Remy Kalir. And uh, just uh, really having tons of fun in, in all aspects of life, with whether it's digital badges, uh, human-centered design and design thinking workshops with schools and districts and just uh, really trying to change the world, man. Uh, I hear on that. I'm a big fan. I write it. I sign some of my emails. Like, I think we should all be trying to change the world. I mean, I think our world, if we had that as our like focal point, I think all of a sudden people even do the little things. Then you start to pick up the trash. You start to like take care of the world. Your little goals turn into big goals, and the world changes. That's oh man, I love that. Kind of fun. Yeah, it's so much better than you know. How you doing? Not bad. You know. Yeah. How you doing? Changing the world. Changing the world. Right? Just, there's just a whole different. And how do you come back to that? Right. You, you can't just be like, "Well, my day's terrible." <laughs> <laughs> right. How are you changing the world? Yeah, I love it. So, uh, I guess let's walk people back a little bit. Maybe you should first introduce Badge Summit and what it is. Uh, give us some information. I know there's another one coming, but uh, let's get a little bit of the history, a little bit of where it's been. Absolutely. I appreciate the opportunity to share. If folks want to you know, play along at home, bit.ly slash badge summit will take you to the website where you can register, apply to present, see stuff from previous years. This will be the fourth time we're doing the badge summit. It was really born out of an opportunity to share the work out of Aurora Public Schools that I've gotten to be a part of, where we, as part of a Clinton Global Initiative, Commitment to Action, had written into the plan that we were going to share out just what we were doing so that other people in this space that's uh, very heavy on kind of what I call white paper land and and still a little thin on, on execution land, it was an opportunity for us to get kind of early work that gotten out of the gate out so that other people could, you know, beg, borrow, and steal from it and just learn. And so we, we threw the first badge summit as a way to share our work and then just create an opportunity to amplify anyone else. And what we really thought was kind of a one-off has turned into this annual event that I'm really proud of. Uh, and it just warms my heart every year when I get messages from people saying, hey, is this happening? I, this was one of my favorite conferences last year. I, I got to meet people like Mr. Matera. And uh, it's just this awesome day focused on access, equity, and, and digital badge credentials. It was fantastic. So last year was my first year attending Badge Summit uh, in Chicago. Like it, it was attached to, well, it wasn't really attached to ISTE, but it's right 
right there. It conveniently happens just every year in the same town and the day before ISTE. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but it's a really good looking barnacle. That's just sort of attached (laughs) to the hull of ISTE. But there's so many people that ISTE brings in and like you're there anyways. I think it's genius that you kind of have this going on at that, at that time. Uh, But it was a great little conference that had so many amazing people like, and actually I think last year, probably some of my better conversations, better things that I can even remember come from that time at Bad Summit. So I, I really would encourage anyone that's going, e- to be honest, even if you don't know a lot about it, like not the summit, but I mean the topic, like that might be actually a perfect reason to, to somewhat go, like hear these things, get exposed to this idea of like micro-credentialing and credentials in general, badging, some of the uh, software that can go with that, but also just some of the like pedagogy that goes with that like the why like why are why are people excited about this why are people doing this uh so if anybody has that opportunity ISTE's in philadelphia this year like great location yeah and, we're going to be at temple university and their newly remodeled student center and, and like you said i mean there's just entry points for everyone whether you're in k-12 higher ed you know we'll even have industry folks who are doing micro-credentialing in, in the quote-unquote real world and and i think that that's a great kind of thing for a lot of educators who are when as you said what's the why you know and and for those of us who are there you've got a lot of um people who are a whole lot smarter than me and and equally as passionate who really believe that these are going to change the world that this is a big part of you know one of the right answers of of how we build a better future and you know that there's badges 101 basically there's design thinking sessions that can you know, help us consult with others who have a how might we question, you know, uh, I'll give you a, a foreshadowing, Michael, there's, there's going to be a, a session for podcasters, how <gasps> might we create digital badges that are meaningful for podcast listeners? Do we, and do we so, know who's doing that one? Uh, we do. Yeah. Can we, can we Michael say Matera that? Can we say no, that? no, no, no. Can we say who's doing it? Cause I, there are so um, many you know, great I podcasters. The, I don't have the facilitator confirmed yet, but I, I can tell you that uh, our friends at the On Education podcast are confirmed. Yeah, to take part in that. I'm super um, excited. I, I have a soft yes from Don Wetrix. So a lot of, a lot of really great uh, friends of a lot of education podcasts will be there. And if you have any listeners who have their own podcast who are thinking I need to be a part of this, uh, please come get in touch. We'll we'll get you a discount code. Nice. Uh, so. Okay, so that's a little background about this this summit. I think it's perfect to to be here on Well Played talking about Badge Summit. Uh, one as an opportunity for people to to learn more. If you're in that area, if you were possibly going to attend this, if you just live in the area and you want to just attend Badge Summit, all worthwhile checking out. But also, I just want to like pivot the conversation a little bit to kind of kind of the the body of work that you find so important, you know, like that, this idea of micro-credentialing and credentialing in general, like, what is it? Like, what's the magic? What's your elevator pitch? They used to say at our school, you know, trying to get somebody to come to our school. What's your elevator pitch for... Uh, With the caveat that we're on a 25-minute interview, so we're cool. It's a very long (laughs) elevator ride. Yeah, something that I think really hopefully will resonate with with well-played listeners is, you know, you, every episode, Michael, really dig into the meaningfulness of everything, right? That, you know, it's really easy for the casual onlooker who makes assumptions and doesn't dig in to, you know, just look at game-based learning and gamification and and just the notion of play in schools 
and, and have a hot take that the meaningfulness isn't there. And that's something that I really love about your pod is you always bring it back to, you know, that the mean potatoes are not in the hooks, the engagement, it's in the meaningfulness. And, yep. you know, I, I think that that's something that, that your listeners would really connect with when we think of digital badge credentials, because at the end of the day, you know, whether it's, it's a physical badge, a digital badge, you know, the, the, the shiny tech piece is one thing. I think what really resonates with me is, is that it's about storytelling, you know, that, it, that it's all about helping us have this system of recognition in which we can notice, name, and credential learning and achievement in a way that's trusted, in a way that's evidence-based, you know, unlike the Boy Scout and Girl Scout badges that with which folks might be familiar, you know, with digital badges, we can attach evidence. And so for folks who have been playing in digital portfolio sandboxes, you know, th th this is kind of familiar because it's not just issuing a credential, it's issuing a credential that has this artifact attached to it that people can click on and say, Oh, I don't have to take their word for it. They really are good at this skill. And so, you know, that really, to me, plays into this notion of storytelling and how we communicate who we are as learners and achievers to not just, you know, the refrigerator at home, you know, but to next year's teachers as I matriculate up, you know, to future, you know, schools to which I'm applying to, like colleges, right? And, and you know, one day to employers as well. That was a very good elevator pitch very long elevator right? i mean it's a, it's a big building you you know <laughs> very big building very big building so uh i think that's that's awesome because you're talking about people's learning people's like knowledge things they've acquired as way more useful than just the next test right i mean we're really trying to like talk about like building skills building like a, like a nice portfolio i mean you that's i mean that's the best word i was trying to come up with something else but like that's a great word, right? Like the, we're talking about like skills that you're going to spend time in school or at your job. I'm like, right. These can really be bigger than just schools. But, uh, for, for us, like it, you could be in school truly like grabbing these things that matter well beyond just the physical space of that one year, that one classroom, that one teacher. And it starts to be this idea, this I, I think it's rather exciting. I remember last year when I attended my first badge summit that I was struck with this idea of we should totally be doing this. I teach at a independent school. We can, we don't have to go through like giant board approval to get things to change. And uh, my department chair was at ISTE. so like the next day I was like having lunch with him and I was like pouring in his ear just a thousand little like thoughts about digital badging and how great it could be for our middle school kids where the notion of college is so far off right like we we keep using that as some sort of carrot well you have to do good this year because you know it's going to lead into the next year and the, you know and then someday you'll be a poor guy on the street because you didn't pay attention like that's so that's so far removed <laughs> right like we right. we want to like try to like bring that a little closer and all of a sudden with badging i like this idea of breaking down different skills that we can offer as a school you know and really like getting kids excited getting teachers excited about building lessons and building activities that can truly get kids to master skills not just content skills that another teacher could look at this list, this portfolio, this resume, this CV, whatever you want to say, and say, wow, like, I'm pretty excited. Like, looking at this class, you seem pretty creative. This class seems like a pretty good 
smattering of everything. So like when we do group work, like maybe you two should pair up and maybe you should like, there's just so much you could do in a school setting if we really moved to this credentialing. I don't know if I've like stepped on anybody's toes. I don't know if I made it too aspirational, but like that's what got me super jazzed about digital badging or just badging in general last year. I mean, you hit it though. It's, it's the, if we're not bringing aspiration to this, combined with intention, then what the heck are we doing? Right. And so, you know, yeah, we are dreaming big and, and you know, the type of stuff you're talking about it is really achievable because there is a will, like we know that grades don't tell a very good story, right? They, 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 there are a lot of times a lot more indicative of things like your last name or your zip code or whether or not you, you know, turn in extra credit work and, and, and they're not meaningful to, you know, what we would in badge parlance call consumer which is the audience of that credential, right? And, you know, I, I think that, you know, for folks who are interested in credentialing things like, wow, you're creative, or you're good at communicating, or you're good at collaboration, right? You can go on these credential engines and search, and there are badges with those names that exist. And uh, for folks who are playing in, in the OER waters of open educational resources, you know, that there's a lot of kind of overlap in, in ethos with who's playing in, in digital badge credentials. And so, I, you know, I can tell you, I mentioned Aurora Public Schools. If folks head over to badge.auroraK12.org, um, you can check out this amazing system they've made to credential students starting in preschool through 12th grade with badges just like that, where we're credentialing essential skills for learners and have actually gone out and gotten several dozen area employers to endorse those skills to say, so when the kid raises her hand and says, Mr. Matera, why should I care about your stupid badges? You know, the, one of the answers that a teacher is equipped with is, well, here's 60 employers in the community who value that badge. And if you earn one of the badges they endorse, they will open up a door of opportunity for you. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, okay, Mr. Matera, I got it. Okay, cool. Okay, 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 okay cool. And uh, one of the, where I was going with that was not just, uh, you know, uh, hype man and for, for Aurora, but, you know, all the stuff at badge.auroraK12.org is, is shared on a Creative Commons license. And so if a school is out there, you know, in, let's say, a rural area and you don't have the resources to put together a design team and create stuff on your own, like, you know, take this. It's built for you, you know, and adopt it. It's there for you, you know, that they would love for you to give them attribution, but they don't care about that really either. Just like chink. Go out and change the world with it. And, you know, that that's what this is all about. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm trying to play the role of the listener here. And, like, because you're on the show and I get to ask you some questions. I get to ask you anything I want. And, like, I'm trying to, like, serve you, the audience, if you're listening right now. Like, I really am trying to serve you. But my mind is jumping, like, with, like, a million questions that I have. And I don't know if there's... Useful, do it useful to everyone else it's so hard guys i'm really i am thinking about you but i may be selfish here but all right here's here's one of my questions i have for you like hearing you talk the thing that got me like super fired up same as it did last year when we were at bad summit is uh you, you mentioned that you started that whole conversation with grades don't really tell a big story and badges if you're talking about skills i would actually care to to ingest that information i would love to look at kids coming in and and you, i'm all about the relationships if you if you listen to like some of my youtube stuff that's big for me like relationships are key it unlocks kind of everything 
just knowing that this kid's a B, an A, a C, a D, that that doesn't unlock anything for me. It's meaningless, and in fact, I don't even look it up. I mean, I'm a sixth grade teacher. I don't care what your fifth grade any score is. Yeah. Like, whatever. Speaking of relationships, it's probably more than anything else an indication of your relationship with that teacher. Probably. <laughs> probably. So, but if I was to think like, oh, like, I can already, like, I already know you're creative. I already know you're artistic. I already know that you're, you're confident that you, you do do a lot of public speaking. I already know that about you. So then that changes the conversation that I can have with you. Either I can see if there are other things that you really want to like take a risk, take a challenge and like go try this new path. Or I can begin the conversation about the skill sets that you already have way farther down the road, as opposed to thinking that these are all little human widgets in front of me and they're all the same. This is their first time in sixth grade. So I'm just going to treat them all equal widgets. Like none of you know nothing because just starting you all at zero, like, which is such a waste of time. It's not, it's not building a relationship. I'm not getting to know them, you know, but, but that's what education traditionally does. You know, you just say like, we're doing a speech project. I'm going to teach you how to do speeches as if none of them have ever heard like how to do a speech before. Like, but we're starting from square one because I don't know anything about you. <laughs> like, but if I could just already start and say like, boom, like, no, I already know that you're good at giving speeches. Like, can you share like a tip or two, like how you prepare? And like, now all of a sudden, like you're sort of a leader in that class and you didn't even know that coming to class that I had like checked over the like credentials before my lesson, before this unit, just to find a few, even if like, that's it. Even if it was just to build a few connections, even if that's all I used it for, man, right. I'm hopped up about that idea. Right. Let's get hype, man. I, it's just a, a way of also, you know, we talk about this idea of open recognition, right, Michael? And it's just how many of our students know what about themselves is awesome and needs to be shared. Right. I mean, I'm sitting in a high school cafeteria last year doing some kind of uh, field work with students trying to just figure out what what might playlists of, you know, things we could credential for students look like that happens outside of the walls of the schoolhouse and talking to the student, you know, and, you know, what asking her what's awesome about herself and. It took 30 minutes before I found out that she'd written something like 300 short stories on Wattpad, right? And it wasn't even anything she thought to share, that she had written literally tens of thousands of words that had been read by tens of thousands of people. And that's something that, you know what, maybe there's a school out there where she can major in creative writing where that's going to give her a leg up on other applicants. And she it never occurred to her. Nothing about how we do school told her this is something we need to note as name and credential for you, right? This is worth recognizing. And, and so I really love what you, the, where you're going with that. And, and I, I do think we can get excited and just get crazy and weird and see where things go. You know, I, one of the things that I was just going nuts about in my head was one of your recent guests talking about classroom jobs and how, yeah. you know, the students apply for the jobs and then they actually have to like submit a resume. They have to do an interview. And so like they maybe are, you know, kind of chasing points, right? They're chasing XP in class that so they can get this classroom job, but they're getting interview skills. They're getting these these actual skills that matter more yeah. than their grade matters, right? And what if, you know, that that teacher was not just having them interview with, with them, but you know, what if there's a hiring panel? of students, 
you know, all of a sudden they're getting experience. Cause I know my first experience on a hiring panel was, you know, at a school sitting on interviews and you know, what do I know? I, I, I had no training or experience and you know, we probably made a bunch of, you know, hires that weren't the best hires for the kids we were serving. Right. And might those have been better if starting in middle school, I could have been sitting on hiring committees and, you know, make, making really low stakes, bad decisions. And, and, you know, what if those kids doing those hiring committees got credentialed in it? Right. And so all of a sudden, you know, they're, you know, all of a sudden learning about, Hey, there's a whole field out there that's not being replaced by machines or outsourced called human resources. And it pays really well. And, and I'm highly qualified for it because of what I did in middle school and here's my badge to prove it. Yeah. Why? Well, and like the fact that like, to me, and I think sometimes people don't get this about badges, but one, I always, I always talk about in my presentations, like badges don't think of them like stickers. Like they're not, they're not meaningless. They're not just, Hey, good job. Think of them more like the Boy Scouts in that like each of those badges represents a meaningful experience to which in, in most cases you had to master something. It wasn't just that you went on it and you automatically got the badge. Like when you get up into the higher levels of uh, the Boy Scouts, I mean, there are huge projects that go with that. They're like passion projects that go with that, that literally have to serve and meet the community's needs. Like the... These are meaningful experiences that are going with the badge. And like you said at the start of this entire thing, where I think sometimes gamification, badging, points, whatever, can get a bad name, it's when the educational blogger comes in, knows nothing about it, just tries to write a quick article, and they miss the meaning. Mm. They, they just see it as like, you're just handing out badges. Like, who cares that I got a creativity badge from you, Noah? Like doesn't matter like it's just a sticker and it's like no no no, you're missing how i got the badge you're missing the risks i took you you're missing the work i did how i was meaningfully changed by it and i would also contend you're missing the point that like by having the badges you're also giving people direction places to point goals like in middle school like I didn't know that a teacher necessarily wanted me to be more creative or necessarily wanted me to like speak more other than the general, like you guys should raise your hand, like participation matters. Like, but if you're telling me like, oh, but it's actually a skill, like by me standing up and talking in front of my students or uh, my fellow like students actually makes me more confident to publicly speak eventually in front of them in a speech. Oh, I get it. It's all tied together. But I was 11. I didn't get that. Like, oh. <laughs> but the badge would have gave me that goal. The badge would have like started to weave that together so that when I'm in the, the larger, more epic moments of my life of like high school and college, where you are talking about skills that are going to immediately, one of the 60 employers in your community are going to care about. Now, like, I'm so glad that I got that middle school thing and that that built on this other thing. And now I'm like a level three, like communicator, sweet, sweet. And I, I think that's something that the, you know, game-based learning, you know, affectionados get is well and probably better than almost anybody is that, you know, the, the benefits and implications to progress monitoring goal setting are just invaluable, right? And, and that this is in a lot of ways a mechanism to just help make that visible comprehensible and accessible for our learners. And, you know, something that, that I definitely would be remiss not to do is, you know, I don't want anybody to think that, you know, 
there's a value judgment being passed on, you know, different kinds of badges. They're just different, right? And so they don't necessarily need to be intended for this wider community. I, I kind of view badges as being in two camps. One are straight up badges and one are badge credentials. Mm-hmm. And not, one is not better or worse than the other. They're just different. And, and for me, the big, big difference is who's the intended audience? You know, if we're doing a, a quest in class and this kind of badge that's really about XP points and, and engagement and, and helping them see what comes next is really the audience is just for them, maybe mom and dad. You know, that that's more of a badge and that's awesome. A digital badge credential, we're probably thinking of a broader ecosystem of who that potential audience includes. And they're both great, right? I think that what's important is just intention. Which one are we doing and why? And, and how does that serve our learners? I mean, I think that I love that you kind of really like point out there's not a value judgment between the two. Like they both can have meaning for the person reading it. They both can have meaning for the person earning it, you know, the person giving it, no matter which ecosystem you're talking about. And which I guess really shows the power and the flexibility when you start to have that mindset towards badges and not just the sticker mindset. Right. And the sticker's okay. Like if a second grader slays Count Subtracula and gets their Count Subtracula badge and it's also represented physically with a sticker, awesome. You know what? They probably care more about the sticker than the, sure. the digital badge, right? And and you know what? They, they're both great. Figure out what works best for you and your learners. You know, maybe the ecosystem is just a subgroup of students. You know, I, I love your kind of mantra of starting small. You know, I, 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 I've started saying it's a lot easier to clean up a, a spilled punch glass than a spilled punch bowl. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So well, start, starting awesome. small is, is just makes it a lot easier to clean up and start over. Right. And, and so, you know, just start small and, and be, you know, audacious and just go for it. And, and, you know, you never know where it'll learn, you know, be humble, have an iterative approach to it, just like you do with your games, you know, and just, you know, dream really big about how it might be, you know, going back to that kind of just word of the day, just the meaningfulness, right? Mm-hmm. So I have one other question I have to ask, and I'm pretty certain other people who are wondering about this is how do in, in like, what advice do you have for like tracking these or documenting these? Like, well, like what are some solutions you have? If, if, if I'm hopped up on this and I'm going to do it next year, like, how do I, how do I do it? hundred percent. I'm starting small is my number one piece of advice. My, my second piece of advice is to know your why. Right. That, that a student is going to raise her hand and say, why should I care? Mm-hmm. And if you haven't already thought about, you know, a really compelling answer for your user about why they should care, that's a great sign to pump the brakes, slow down and figure that out. Um, you know, from a tracking, you know, if we're getting into just logistics and mechanical part of just what this looks like on the technology side, you know, I, I see a lot of people who you know, go kind of in a kind of app smashing or, you know, really Googleified approach to things. And, you know, that's great if that works for you. Mm-hmm. My personal advice is that you might find that you're, you know, over, you're falling in love with the Google and not <laughs> the needs of your users. Cause there's a number of vendors that like all they do is try and be awesome at issuing badges. And so, you know, instead of trying to bend something that wasn't meant to do badge issuing to, to handle badge issuing, 
explore the stuff that's out there. Um, there's tons of freemium ones. And, you know, if you're doing this in your class, you're not going to need to trigger anything that costs you money. Um, you can head to badge.wiki where some awesome educators uh, all over the globe from Canada, US, UK have started a, a wiki sort of barn raising attempt to capture a lot of information and resources for folks looking to get started, including a pretty comprehensive list of who those vendors are. And it's coming from people who, um, you know, are, are offering it fairly objectively. So that, that's a really great starting place. You know, personally, as somebody who consults in the space, you know, I really don't have a my answer when people ask me, well, who's the best vendor? Who who should we hire? You know, my, my answer is, is, well, what, what do you need it to do? Right. Have you talked to your users and figured out what their needs are? And then based on that, schedule a call with, with the vendors and get a show and tell with them and, and put the questions to them. You know, does it do X, Y and Z that we need done here? I love the answer because you started the same way you finished right you started with know your why and in the end it was kind of again know your why like it's so important like so if you're trying to meet the goals of students you're trying to meet the goals of some clients if you're trying to like motivate and inspire or if, are you trying to do this more like uh job skills or job training or is it content like whatever but know your why because then you're going to build a completely different system and experience and again as you said earlier no value judgment on those they're just different systems they're just different purposes and they work in both those spaces they're just going to look different yeah and, and and what you're touching on is not unique to digital badge credentials it's not unique to you know a gilded classroom quest you know it, it's anything that we do and not even just in education right but but the graveyard of flavor of the week bones you know is is pretty much filled with, with carcasses that didn't have their why identified, right? I mean, the, 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 that's something that, you know, awesome. knowing why doesn't guarantee awesome success, but not knowing it pretty much guarantees your failure, right? I love it. Uh, well, we are, believe it or not, out of time. So we're... It flies. It does. It really does. Everybody says it, and it's so true. Uh, so we are going to do our reflection time. I have a quote here teed up by Isaac Maron, and it is, are you ready for it? Ready. All right. Every experience, good or bad, is, oh, sorry, I said it wrong. Every experience, good or bad, is a priceless collector's item. So how does that hit you given our micro-credentialing, badging, Chat. And it just and it, it, it's it's you know the whole reflection word that you brought up right that it, that if we just approach things with humility, with an open mind, with a beginner's mindset, and with what we want for our students with inquiry, that we are going to be able to take any situation and slow it down and just look for the meaning in it right that, that we can take anything and ask questions of it and through that question we're going to learn more things and as the quote says whether they're good or bad they're going to advance what we know and, and what we're able to do as a result i love it uh, i think it reminds me of kind of my why and kind of getting into it i mean this this is if we truly believe that like you know failure failures the first attempt at learning if we if we believe that kids should try things take risks all these things I really like this notion that like 
every experience, good or bad, it is it is a priceless like learning moment if you take the time to sort of recognize, notice, and note it. And I think sometimes that's what goes with badging is since at least I've gamified, it's given me like pause to think about what are the actions that are happening within my classroom that probably should be honored and that weren't being honored before. So mm. I like it. Mr. Matera, you're an inspiration. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Noah, for coming on the show. Again, I hope this is the the first time on the show, not the last. I, I would be delighted, man. And I, I hope that we uh, likewise have you uh, back at Bad Summit for a second. And, you know, the, the, the second of many times that, that we get to see you sharing your genius and passion with uh, the folks who come to that conference and if you don't mind me doing one more pitch to folks a dot ly slash badge summit head over there all the information you need i'm pretty easy to find at senior g on the twitters you know message me if i'm not following you call me out on it i'll follow you back so you can dm me anything you want to know i'm, I'm a, just basically you know a, a community organizer and passionate servant of, of all things digital badges and don't don't hesitate to put me to work <laughs> well like i said super glad to have you everyone else thank you so much for joining in on another week i have some kind of exciting sort of nerdy nerdy news and that is that well played broke a hundred thousand plays uh this past week so i was pretty excited about that and that was all you guys not me. I didn't hit the button a hundred thousand times. I promise. So uh, I really appreciate everybody who listens and learns each week with us. I hope you keep coming back and everyone just have a great, great week. Take care. <laughs>